You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show. I'm Mike Hoss, along with Bobby Bear at the Silver Slipper in Mississippi, and we're joined by the Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager, Mickey Loomis. It is a short week, and it began this morning with Den- Dennis Allen meeting with the media at 9 o'clock, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, Mickey, since then, and thanks for joining us tonight, that it's really just been, it, it's all hands on deck uh, right now, coaches in meetings and, you know, every everything trying to move at a rapid pace with a game on Thursday night. Yeah, look, these uh, these short weeks are tough because they're particularly tough on uh, coaches and players, and you know, the coaches got to they have to get basically three days of game planning in and in about a day and a half, and so um, they're going to be they're going to be uh, pretty busy tonight. Um, they were all day today and and late into tonight. So, uh, but that you know that's that's the profession we choose here. I guess just before we. I mean, we'll talk certainly about Arizona Thursday, but just your – it was such a tough loss. Uh, you led from the beginning until the two minutes and ten seconds. Just your overall assessment takeaways from yesterday? Well, look, you know, first of all, you know, it's a loss. And so that's the bottom line. It's um, – and it, you know, puts our record at two and four. It's not where we expected to be, certainly not where we want to be. Um, there were a lot of good things in that game, though, that happened. Um you know, I, I think particularly offensively, I think we did a lot of good things. It was, a, um, you know, we ran the ball well again. Uh, Alvin had, you know, close to 100 yards, and Mark had, uh, um, I think, nine carries for 46, 47 yards. Taysom uh, had another, uh, you know, good outing running the ball. And so um, we're running it very effectively. And, and you know, I think, I think one of the keys to being good offensively is being able to run. Um, and that's that you know is a credit to our offensive line as well. We didn't have any turnovers, so that that was a positive. Um, you know, I thought that that we had some receivers. We were obviously down injury wise in the receiving core, and yet I thought we had some guys step up and and do some good things. So there were some good things in the game. We were um, we did well on third down again. Um, we had a lot of yards. We only gave up one sack, as I recall. Um, only had four penalties. Um, but you know the problem was really for us the, the the deciding factor in that game was we were one for five in the red zone, um, and that leaves 16 points out there that uh, uh, you have an opportunity to get. And, and if we get those, then it's really not much of a game to be honest with you. And uh, Mickey, how do y'all evaluate that? Because that's kind of like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And this is within the building. Because when you look at coming into the game, red zone and re- offense and red zone defense was outstanding. Uh, we were number two in the league red zone offense, uh, converting uh, 80% of the time. Well, obviously, we only won a five, 
Been a red zone defense. We've only given up 33% touchdown uh, uh, mark, but they were able to get 100%. Then I'm even looking at third down defense. We were number two again there, uh, uh, right at 30% conversion, but then they were able to get 60%. Do you, do you just chalk that off to maybe a bad game and maybe who you're playing? Uh, because that's one area that we were outstanding. I know that's winning football, not even talking about you know that turnover margin. But if you're outstanding red zone offense and defense and uh, on a third down defense, uh, you, you, that's a winning formula. Yeah. Um, well, you know, first of all, I think we have to give credit to the Cincinnati Bengals. And, and look, they're a good team. And I know their record isn't where, you know, they expected it to be, but, but they're a good team. They've got a good offense. They've got a lot of good uh, players, good weapons on offense, and they've got a lot of good defensive players, and they've played well on defense over the last uh, year and a half. So let's give them some credit. Um, but you're, you're exactly right. We've been a good red zone offense, um, I think primarily because we can run the ball. Um, and and, and, and uh, we've been a really good red zone defense. And, look, we had opportunities to make plays. You know, we, we, had, uh, we had Joe Burrow in our grasp a couple of times, and, and he kind of pulled the Harry Houdini on us and, and escaped and, and made some big plays. Um, I thought there were some, you know, some missed tackles that we had, just some things that were uncharacteristic for us on defense. Uh, but we had our opportunities, and it, it really came down to the end of the game. The last, uh, um, you know, three or four minutes, there's some plays that we left out there that we didn't make, and, and they made, and that was the difference in the game, which is often the case when uh, you're playing good teams. Now, uh, you know, Mickey, uh, if you'd have told me this, I guess, middle of August or even the beginning of the season, so let's say two months, a month and a half ago, I thought maybe this would have been uh, flipped. And what I mean by that, uh, we have a top uh, 10 offense. I think right now we're at number six. We're running the ball. I think we're passing it efficiently. Uh, but defensively, we kind of middle of the pack. See, I would have thought we'd have had that top 10, maybe top five uh, defense and middle-of-the-pack offense. But uh, what, what do you attest that to, why that script has been flipped? Well, uh, it's a good question. Um, look, you know, I'm encouraged. I think we're all encouraged by the improvement that our offense has made over um, the course of the first, you know, six games. Um, and, look, we've seen, you know, flashes of the defense that we expected to be. I think we've seen more than flashes. I, I think that... You know, we had um, particularly the first three games or so, I thought we played some really good defense. And what was preventing us from winning early were turnovers and penalties. And uh, that wasn't the case in this game. We didn't have uh, a turnover, and we had only four penalties. Um, so the things that have kept us from winning and having a, that record be four and two as opposed to two and four didn't happen. So, um yeah, we got you know. Look, I think we have to we have to recognize what happened. Get back to playing really good defense. Continue to improve on offense, and um, just take it one game at a time. Mickey, the, even though neither team actually practiced on the field today, the, the NFL is re, required to put out an injury list, although it's just an estimation. But there were 27 players on it for both teams. But I'm not asking about them. I'm asking about the guy who was not on it, and that's Chris Olave. Uh, 25 receptions. So. Apparently, he went through all of the protocols, and I think the final thing was an independent neurologist, but that, that's good news for, for your leading reception guy with 25. Yeah, look, um, 
Chris has been fantastic so far in this is his rookie season. And um, look, it was unfortunate he wasn't able to play, and yet, yet uh, you know, we can't we can't uh, lament being cautious and and uh, making sure that that we're doing everything we can to protect him uh, going forward. So yeah, it'll be good to have him back this uh, this next uh, this next game. Very much so. This next game just a, a few days away. We're going to step aside, take a break. We are back with the Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager, Mickey Loomis. It is a special edition of the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin, Bobby Bear, special edition. Mickey Loomis, the executive vice president and general manager joining us. Everyone at Saints camp and meetings, and it's, you know, it's a very, very short week. You're really more about recovery, resting the body, and a few, a few walkthroughs. And we were talking with Mr. Loomis about a lot of the positive things that came out, and certainly we were all excited to see Rashid Shahid, the, the rookie recovering from a, an ACL injury, didn't participate much in, in training camp or preseason, but on that jet sweep, uh, 44 yards is really his first action in the NFL. That was a pretty impressive play call, and I don't think if it had been two-hand touch, he would have been you know down. It was impressive. Yeah, look, uh, you know, we've seen those flashes uh, in practice. Uh, you're right, he didn't get to do a lot in the uh, – he certainly didn't have much of an off season, and then really not much uh, in terms of training camp. But we've seen it in practice uh, uh, recently, and, boy, it's pretty good when your first touch goes uh, that far for a touchdown. And, and clearly, you know, you can't hide his speed, that's for sure. Um so that that was exciting to see, and and look, he did a couple other good things um, in the game, and so you know we'll see how we he develops over the course of uh, the bounce of the season. Now, Mickey, uh, is that how that works out? Because you know when you're not drafted and then you're a free agent, and you're competing with other teams, and that uh, if I can recall, like Adrian Smith, the running back from Baylor, you were able to give him a little bo- bonus uh, to try and get him in house. And wasn't that the case uh, also with Rashid Shaheed? My understanding that you had fully guaranteed, I want to say like 220000 to him. Is that based on that unbelievable potential maybe? Because not being a household name from a, a Weber State, uh, I mean, uh, is that something when you targeted that, hey, are we going to get him? Because a number of teams might want him. We're going to have to maybe, uh, you know, uh, guarantee that type of money for him. Yeah, Bobby, look, I th- what, you know, what happens with us um, – in terms of post draft, and the, the the guys that aren't um, that aren't drafted, we're, we've got some targets on some guys, and those targets are developed by primarily our area scouts who, who you know they fall in love with someone and they, they think that uh, they can be a um, a contributor for us, a special player for us. And look, Rashid was one of those guys that we had a target on, and and uh, we went hard after him right out. You know, right out of the uh, gate. Um, look, we talked about you know possibly drafting him late, but um, you know, obviously the the thing that you can do is guarantee you can give him a little extra money up front. Um, but he he was definitely a player that we had a target on, and it's a credit to our scouting staff that uh, um, 
A, that we'll be able to get them because those are the guys that are recruiting the player um, and as well as identifying them. Now, uh, Mickey, we probably talked about him before, uh, but Pete Warner, uh, I think DeMario Davis, kind of a DeMario's Davis game that we've expected almost every game. He got a little bit off to a slow start now compared to as far as the numbers. Ended up with nine total tackles, seven and assisted, a couple of sacks, a couple of quarterback hurries, two tackles for a loss. But uh, I don't know if I've ever witnessed this. Uh, Pete Werner, as far as his individual tackles, he had uh, uh, let me see, six total, and uh, there were six uh, solo tackles. And I was talking about this in the pregame, that uh, looking at the solo tackles, so now he's at like 42, and he was on pace. I'm saying this is ridiculous. They kind of have like 122 solo tackles in a season. Not total tackles. Solo. I, I don't know if I've ever witnessed that many solo tackles. Now, I wish you would have got Joe Burrow down on that, uh, on that sack when he got back there. But, uh, boy, that's one thing that I've noticed. Maybe I don't uh, like to look at solo tackles. You could be part of a tackle. But solo, Pete Werner has been impressive in that area. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, look, I think Pete, Pete's had a good beginning of the season. And, and we've definitely seen, and, uh, you know, that sophomore leap. Uh, from his from his uh, you know freshman season last year, um, and so we've seen a lot of good things, and yet still I think in this particular game you know, it was interesting because three out of the first four possessions that they had we forced a punt, um, and then I you know I think they might have punted one time after that. So um, we we started off the game well on defense, but we didn't finish it well, and I and I think that look everybody's got their hand in that. Um, I wouldn't say that that was our best tackling game. I don't think anybody would. Uh, we missed some tackles that, that ended up being critical in the game. And and uh, but but what you said about Pete, he's had a lot of solo tackles. He's played well. Um, and you know we continue to uh, you know expect that and expect more from him as we go. And Mickey, we will talk about this. Really, I mean, as long as it's a factor, it's a factor, and that has been kind of a wacky. Start for a lot of football teams in the NFL, and as Dennis said this morning, hey, you're one game. It's two and four. Nobody wants to be two and four, but you're one game out in the division. Uh, it's not a time to panic. You've given yourself opportunities, and the more opportunities that you give yourself, the better things can be. So if you just it, the bigger picture is what it is right now, and you're one game out in the NFC South. Yeah. Um... You know, I think the mistake oftentimes is is you get ahead of yourself, and and uh, but we just got to focus on this next week. All the other things will take care of itself. You know, um, you're right. Both Atlanta and and uh, Tampa are three and three. They're a game ahead of us, but they're on our schedule. Um, so we're going to have another crack at those teams. So we we just got to you know focus on Arizona on Thursday night. Do everything we can to get a win, and and you know let let. Uh, let the other things take care of themselves because it's still really in our hands. You know, um, our fate is controlled by us. And so I think that we have to focus on what we do and how we do it and uh, make sure we don't do things that uh, prevent us from winning. 
We'll come back. One more segment with Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. You're listening to the Saints Coaches Show, special edition here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin, Bobby Abair at the Silver Slipper, speaking with Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis on a very short week and all hands on deck uh, getting ready for this game with Arizona. And like they're like they're probably saying in Arizona, the Saints are a much better team than their two and four record. You know, very true about Arizona as well. For, they open the season against Kansas City. Then they play the Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams. These are three of their four losses. And also the only undefeated team in Philadelphia. And it's Kyler Murray. Ran for 100 yards yesterday. I mean, it, I'm not blowing smoke. It is what it is. This, this is, is a better team than probably their 2-4 and four record. Yeah, they certainly are. They, they've, uh, um, you know, they, they've got some explosive weapons on offense and um, – you know, just our luck. They get DeAndre Hopkins back this week, so um, we got another guy to deal with that they haven't had up to this point. So, yeah, it'll be a tough challenge. And and look, we've had our difficulty with uh, with mobile quarterbacks, and and so we're going to have to we're going to have to play well. Now, uh, Mickey, the one thing uh, I'm glad this happened because we need to continue it to happen. Um, you know, the turnover margin. We were plus one. Now we minus seven for the season. Uh, so that has to continue. And, uh, Mickey, do you have any rhyme or reason? Is it parity or, or, or what would you say? Like, look for instance in the NFC. Either teams are like 3-3 three and three or seems like they're 2-4 and four except for the Eagles. And uh, I think the Eagles right now are like, uh, you wonder why they're undefeated? They're like plus 12 in the turnover margin. Yep. So just looking at that, that tells you right there, well, th- that's uh, kind of the winning formula. But, but what do you look at? Uh, when you see the records and how, uh, uh, you, who, who knows? Look at the NFC South, uh, uh, how it's going to come about. That uh, five, nine, and eight, whatever, might end up winning the division. But why do you think, uh, like, it's kind of like you win one, lose one, win one, lose one, and that is it parity or what when you look at the records right now? Well, I think, you know, first of all, I do think that in the NFL, um, the margins between you know the really good teams and and the teams that haven't had as much success is small. It just is. Um, you know, it's interesting because there's there's only four teams in the NFC that have uh, that are above 500, and then everybody else is is uh, 500 or below. Um, and look, you, you've touched on turnovers. Turnovers are the number one statistic when it comes to winning and losing. That correlation between the two, and um, Look, oftentimes, you know, you get on a you get on a run where those things come in bunches, or you you give it away in bunches, and and uh, you certainly don't want that to happen. You have to uh, you know protect the football, um, um, and and if you don't, you're going to end up on the losing uh, on the losing side. So, um, in, in terms of explanation of, of why it's like this, look, I think oftentimes it's not necessarily who you play; it's when you play them. Um, you know, if you're playing a team and they, they've um, had a bunch of injuries or they, they're, they're the beat up by the, the uh, virtue of the schedule they've had, then, look, um, you know how this is. Bobby, this is a game of momentum. And, 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 and you know, if, if you're successful and you're on a confident string, then you're more likely to, uh, to win. So um, it's not a good explanation, but that's, you know, that's just where it is right now. Uh, Mickey, uh, you look at this day and age, or uh, some whether you're looking at high school or college, uh, and I still think 
uh, that the bottom line is that you win or lose the game, and uh, you don't have to be pass happy, you know, to throwing it uh, 40 plus times a game or 50 times. But do you think right now, like our identity, uh, that we could be a ground and pound running team? That's why I bring it up because uh, you look at you can utilize the short passing game, which is like a long handoff. But you look at the percentages there. And look, a week after rushing, what, for 235 yards against the Seahawks, uh, you ran for more than 200 yards against the Bengals. Shoot, we had 164 yards uh, by half. And then, uh, look, just the fourth time in club history, the Saints rushed for 200 more yards in back-to-back games. So I, I, I think I, I'm like, hey, I, I don't know. I'd be kind of disappointed against the Cardinals if we don't rush for like 150 yards or something. Just because maybe that's how we structured. But if we take care of the football – and we could take it away, and we're able to uh, have sustained drives, time possession, all that, I think eventually that, that you can win that way in this league. I mean, just look at the Eagles, how they're structured. I mean, that they're not uh, pass happy, that they're going to run at you. So what's your take on that? Well, I, I think, look, Bobby, you and I are, are in the same age group, and, and we were part of the league, uh, you know, in the 80s, and, and, and obviously prior to that when – the formula for winning has always been, you know, if you can run the ball and stop the run, you're going to be a really competitive team. And you're going to be competitive because, generally speaking, if you run the ball and can stop the run, you're not going to beat yourself. And, uh, um, you know, when you pass it, uh, you know, two out of three things can be bad. It can be incomplete or an interception. So when you run it, really the only bad thing is, if you happen to fumble it. And, and so you, if you can run the ball and protect it, stop the run, you're going to be in every game. And I think that's been the case for us. That's, that's, uh, you know, that's part of our formula is, is to control the clock, keep the ball away from the other team, play good defense. Um, and we'll have a chance to, to win. And then it's a matter of making the plays at the end of the game. Well, Mickey, we appreciate your time. I know it's a it's a short week and a busy week uh, from this morning with Dennis Allen, 9 o'clock in the morning. And uh, safe travels and uh, come back with a W for, uh, in Arizona. Absolutely, Mike. Uh, Bobby, good talking to you guys. Thank you. All right, Mickey. Let's pause 10 seconds to let stations identify themselves here along the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. When we come back, we'll have more with Bobby Bear. Also, we'll be talking with Mike Detelier to get you all caught up with Monday Night Football and the NFC South. You are listening to the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.